Welcome to What Would Amber Do? With your host, Amber Howard, your weekly dose of guidance, inspiration, and strategies to have your small business and whole life thrive. We bring you incredible guests who share their real-life experiences of being an entrepreneur so you can have your whole life work. Now, here's your host, Amber Howard. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to What Would Amber Do? This morning, I am honored to have my first interview with a couple in business with Jolene and George. Jolene and George lead one of Canada's top performing network marketing teams with Primerica Financial Services. They are mentors, coaches, parents, and inspiring leaders to so many. George and Jolene are deeply committed that every human being be provided a space of freedom, love, and connection. And they demonstrate this every moment of the day through what they do and who they are and who they be with the people in their lives. I am thrilled to have you both on the show this morning. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having us. Happy to be here. Yeah. And as I just said to you guys a couple of minutes ago, you really are relationship goals for me as a single woman and single mom. Like I look at the two of you and maybe you could share with us a little bit about your journey to how did you get to be here today? And, and what did it look like? Not just, with Primerica, but in your relationship as well, because it yeah. really is a creation. It is a creation. Is, yes. <laughs> you know, lots of people actually say to me when they meet George or they meet our, they see our relationship, they're like, it's like you designed him. I'm like, I did. <laughs> so, I mean, for all the single ladies, like, I mean, I was clear what I didn't want in partnership. And, you know, George is a manifestation of like everything that I actually like want in partnership. So, um, you know, when I met him, it's our story. He can tell our story, but it's like, I knew, I mean, within one hour of talking to him, I called my best friend and said, I'm going to marry him. And she's like, you said, you're never getting married. And I said, I know, but I'm getting married to this guy. So she had to like drive out and meet him. <laughs> so, I mean, it, it really is like George embodies all the things that, you know, what I want in a partnership, which is like, just like us friends. Right. So, I mean, you can tell our story because we were like, we're a fast story. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Um, I Before I met Jolene, I was playing professional hockey in Europe from 20 to 30 years old. And uh, I was a personal trainer in the summer times. And I remembered going to the gym and one of my clients said, you know, you're, you're 30 years old. And it's like, when are you going to have kids and, and, and find and be married and settle down? Because, you know, if you have a child, you know, you know, when you're 40 and when he's 10, you'll be 50. I'm like, wow, that's like, it hit me hard. I was like, you know, I come from a family with like six brothers and sisters and there's 17 nieces and nephews and I wanted a child. Right. So um, when I met Jolene at the rink, um, her two older sons were six and four at the time. My nephew was playing on the same hockey team and my brother asked me to come out to run a practice. And when I met, when I seen Jolene, um, in the dress room with her two kids and and some family members, I wasn't I like she caught my eye right away, and I thought didn't know that she was single, and then I showed up on a Tuesday night to um, the kids select game, and um, you know she came up to me and we started talking, and the rest is history. <laughs> and actually, that day I was like, you know, when you have your good days where you're like, hey, I'm looking good, I was feeling good. <laughs> And I actually said to myself, because I had seen him before, I'm like, 
I'm going to talk to him today. So like I went with intention that day to the rink and he was like so buff. Like, I mean, I was like intimidated by his <laughs> in-shapeness because, you know, I'm mama, two kids. And I'm like, wow, this guy's like ripped to shreds. And the thing about it was I actually like bumped into him eating a hot dog. I was like, this is not good. <laughs> so <laughs> it was like, okay. <laughs> but no, it was honestly, we went on one date um, that night. Like after that night, we met, went on one date and we have actually lived together after day three. Yeah. So day three, we moved in. We were like, we were in, uh, in love by week two um, and had our baby and met in the same year. So like everything that he had manifested about having a child, I actually wasn't having more kids. (laughs) It was not in my manifestation, but it was definitely in his and it it came to fruition. And here we are like 15 years later, you know, (laughs) working together every day. So it's amazing. It's like, it's just really beautiful. And I think that it speaks to, um, what's possible when we just like really get intentional about intentional about creating our lives. And what I'm also really present to and what you both shared is, is being all in, you know, the idea of like, when you actually, when it shows up, what it is that you said you wanted, how important it is to be all in for that. And and talk to me a bit about that in, in terms of like, because I know that you guys aren't just all in, like that's to me yeah. from the time that you and I've gotten to know each other, like you were all in, in your business, you were all in for your team, you were all in for your children and your family. And, and, you know, as your friend and someone who like, just, you're just all in, in life. And, and where did that come from? Have you always been that way? Like where, you know, where did that get developed? Well, I think even like with George, like I, I wasn't all in, I mean, it, it actually just turned out that it was almost like we, I look back now and I'm like, how did that actually happen? Because <laughs> so It's like, you know, I mean, I always say God works in mysterious ways, you know, and it's like, number one, he brought George in my life. Number two, um, me actually being pregnant. And, and that actually was the glue. Cause like, uh, George is like, like who he is. Like I have never been treated like that before. So for me, it's like I would have been all out because I would have ran away from like what this is because I just didn't feel deserving of it. So, um, you know, being pregnant was like, well, now I'm all in because now I have three kids. And I was like, I need partnership because I've been doing it on my own for two years, like with two kids. And so it's like, you know, that was probably I mean, I, now I look back, that was God's way of like just giving me the glue I needed. And so like I'm always all in for my kids. You know, that's something that like that just is what drives me in my life. So it's like, of course I would be all into creating a partnership because of like being parents We're giving, you know, our next son, what I didn't create maybe in my first partnership. And so that actually had me be all in, in that aspect. So think that about yourself. Yeah. You know, um, I was all in when I was, you know, when I met Joe, because she was the right one for me. I was like, you know, prior to that, I just, I just kind of with experience and stuff through my journey in my life, I, I just knew when, when the right one's here, I'm all in. And, um, and when we met and we started talking and she invited me over for dinner and I just like, like, this is it. This is like, I'm acting myself in front of her and she's accepting it. And that was new for me. And I was like, I love this. I'm, I'm, re- I'm all in. I want to, you know, live my life, be in who I am, and having my partner accepting that. So mm-hmm. that's what got me fully committed. And one thing I appreciate Amber about him, like in the all in where the business comes in, I had just like jumped in from another. I was a Mary Kay director, 
and just decided like I wasn't really as much as I love that for building the woman in me. I had come to a place in my business where I'm like, I wasn't passionate about it. Like, you know, you're passionate because it was taking energy for me to actually like, you know, motivate my team and do what I needed to do every day. So I'm like, I actually had met, you know, the Primerica business opportunity and had been kind of a, I would, I would say I was just like there to get education about money, not interested per se in the business, but I did love the partnerships I saw in the business that always attracted me. And in January, before I met him, I'd gone to an event and there was like partnership after partnership coming across the stage. And I just remember sitting in the crowd that day going like, I want that. Like, I didn't even like Primerica for me. I, I didn't even like, I mean, I was doing the business, but like, I just saw partnership. I'm like two people towards a common goal going after something. And then it's like the decision. It's like, I just decided like, that's what I'll have. So when it showed up and it was like chaos and all the stuff that went on, I was like, oh my gosh, I remember looking up one day going, wow, I actually manifest. I got that. That's what I asked for. And that's what I got. And like, I had said to him when I met him, I'm like, you know, I had been in a relationship. They weren't interested in my Primerica business. So I'm like, well, they can't create partnership that I'm looking for. So right away when I met him, I mean, I even said in a conversation, like, I won't be with anyone who doesn't actually do my business with me. So I've always acknowledged him because he literally like he was all into me initially, but he got all into like he just showed up in my Primerica business more for me than actually even it wasn't even his passion. And now it's our, both our passions, but like, that's the kind of commitment that like he brought to the table. It was like, he's like, well, if you love that and that's what you want, I'm in. And he just came along for the ride. And along the way, like, I mean, he's done other things just because, you know, but I just appreciated that. Like he was that self-sacrificing that he's like, if that's what you want, I'm going to be that for you. And he just like fit right into our life, like a glove, you know, which is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to come back to the conversation about like teamwork and partnership because you guys have an incredible team of people that you work with and, you know, having been, because for those of you listening, I go, I will go out to Jolene and George's and like, we kind of work in the same space. And so I've got to witness firsthand kind of how you show up for your team. Um, but I want to talk about network marketing for, for a while, because as a woman, like I've been in business for 20 years, I actually think the network marketing model makes a lot of sense, uh, from a business point of view. And like, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. Network marketing can get a bad rap. You know, there's a lot of controversy around it. There's a lot of, um, I think oftentimes people don't even really have an opportunity to look at the the business model from an objective standpoint because mm-hmm. there's just so much um, confusion and um, people's personal opinions about what it is. And oftentimes you don't hear the success stories you mm-hmm. hear um, you hear from people who network marketing didn't, didn't work out for. And, and I really do believe you can be successful with anything, if you're, if you're all in and you really want it, but what, what attracted you, you know, cause you were with Mary Kay before and yeah, then yeah. Primerica. So for you, Jolene, um, what attracted you to network marketing in the first place? And, and literally we're talking decades now. So what, yeah. and, and you're very successful, the both of you, you know, not, and, mm-hmm. and your teams are successful. So, you know, it's not just about, Oh, like George and Jolene are successful in network marketing. You create, successful network marketers around you. So what, what did, what had you be attracted to it and what has kept you in, in this business yeah. model for so long? Um, well, first of all, I mean, like, I mean, this is where, this is our, this is the destination. Like I'll be in Primerica for the rest of my life. 
I, I just, there's so many things I love about the company. And this is probably my 20th network marketing company. So, I mean, my first one was when I was 15, you know, like I did Maluka. So I'm in high school. My trunk is full of Maluka vitamins. And it just, it went on. Like, I mean, if there was an, I just, I, I love the, um, the motivation and like the self-development inside of these. So from a young age, I was just looking, I wanted to be somebody. And I was trying to figure out, like, I didn't come from money. I was living on my own at 13. Um, I was working seven days a week. I was just trying to find, like, I know I, I had work ethic. I just needed to find the right vehicle for me. And so, you know, one thing I always saw in network marketing and every story, the testimony is it doesn't matter where you come from. You don't need money. You know, like, it's like, you know, you're successful by how hard you're willing to work. I mean, and I had that. So it's like, you know, I knew that this could work for me. And as much as I did do a lot of different ones, I mean, you have to like be open because it's like you actually, I would have never thought Primerica was my fit. If you told me like, you know, 30 years ago, I'd be doing Primerica or 20 years ago, I'd be doing Primerica full time. I mean, I didn't, I mean, I was, I didn't think I was good with money. I had 81,000 of credit card debt, like when I met Primerica. So I, number one, I didn't even believe I should be giving financial advice. <laughs> so, I mean, for me, I, I like, it was more like, it's about finding, um, you know, what, what matches your value system and like the contribution you want to be in the world. Like today I look at it and it's like, you know, my house got taken away when we were nine years old. I watched my dad, the bank foreclosed on it after like he lost his job and two months of not having um, money. And it was like a home he built with his hands. I watched it just be taken away from him. And nobody came like with a solution. No one showed up at our door to provide assistance and, I never knew it, but like that actually became like, for me, like it just, it actually became like who I want to be for people. And uh, that's actually what drives me. It's like, I don't ever want anyone to be alone in those pro in that process. It's like, you know, holding their hand a little bit, but empowering them to like make decisions so that it works for their family. So like, I'm actually driven by that. I mean, you asked me what it is. It's like, I mean, network marketing just gets me like the I have the ability to build other people into the crusade that I have so that I can be in more places at one time. So as much as, yes, we're successful, I think I'm successful because I believe in, in really helping people. I believe that people need help. And then if I empower other people to take their own lives on and go out and like be that for other people, it's like the difference we make like collectively is like it, every morning it fuels me. <laughs> so um, I'd say that I would say network marketing is like it takes away like overhead. There's no overhead. I mean, in an economy like now, I mean, gosh, like I think everyone should like turn to network marketing. You can zoom from your home. You don't have any like rent overhead. You have no staff and employees. You don't have to have insurance. So the things that take actual businesses out like the brick and mortar businesses like network marketers don't have that. Um, and so I think like, you know, the one thing we deal with is the stigma around network marketing, which, okay, so there's a stigma, but there's a stigma around, you know, having to pay $10,000 a month in rent. So I think you just, if you can just get over that for yourself and give up caring what people think and really be the ambassador of like the benefits of network marketing, I think that that's actually like who I also want to be in the world is because it's available for everybody. It's an equal playing field for anyone and what we've created financially like I could have never done that and I can't think of anything else that would have given us the partnership the lifestyle the freedom the contribution I get to be to our team like none of that like anywhere or for our kids so I mean that's that's for me mm -hmm. about you. yeah 
Well, for me, you just heard Jolene. She's like a driven, beautiful lady. And that empowers me to, you know, to chase my goals and dreams again. Um, you know, like I, growing up, you know, we didn't have communication in my house. I grew up in poverty. I grew up in, a, in housing, right? And it was like my passion was hockey. My passion was sports and football. And, um, you know, I, I worked out every day um, to get better. So when I went to the game, I was performing at the highest level possible. So that uh, as a kid, just doing that, I didn't realize I was creating a habit and a discipline. And, um, and I didn't even know what those words were. I just did. It's just, I loved it. And that's what I did. And then in, in the business, and then when I was, when hockey was done, my career, I was like, okay, what's next? I got a grade 12 high school diploma, which is my PhD public high school diploma. <laughs> and, um, I was like, who's going to hire me and pay me a six-figure income with that? And I wasn't going to university and I wasn't going to college. So when Jolene introduced me to the business, um, in the beginning, I was like, you know, I'm going to show up and I want to, I need to grow my mindset because my thinking was minimal. And um, I, I just showed up to events and I just got better and better. Um, and then, you know, all of a sudden I, I got passion for, you know, what, our services and our products do for families, you know, where the education came in. The education was number one for me because I didn't feel educated. I felt really, I didn't feel very smart growing up. And uh, when they shared with me the financial concepts and the rules, and I was like, if I can understand this, everyone can understand it. So now I can deliver what I understand to people because I really get it. And, uh, and then I just kept developing my mindset and getting better and my partner just like I see her driven and and getting better and you know helping people it's like I, I want to do this and then together we can really help a lot of people and you know 15 years later 16 years later you know we just a, a partnership that just wants to help other people um, do what we did so yeah I I think for what I hear and what both of you are saying is so much of what happens to us in our early childhood really defines our view of our life, what we believe to be possible, how we're going to, and, and you know, no judgment about any of it. People respond in different ways. I can see for both of you, you know, you really, those experiences fueled you to want to become the best versions of yourself that you can be for, for others. And, and I love I love what both of you said in, in George, that piece around the mindset, you know, I've been going through <laughs> the eye of the needle over the last nine weeks since my friend died. And, and I'm still, I'm not still on the mountain of it, still on the verge of cracking myself open so that I can take myself to the next level in terms of how I serve. And, you know, as much as we develop habits, I think that help us level up to where we get to at the same time, they can also constrain us. Right. And so it's like that ongoing that ongoing journey of uh, developing our minds, disciplining ourselves, getting clear about what it is that we really want and, and clear about the kind of service that we want to give to people. Cause it is, it's an exchange. Yeah. It's always an energy exchange, right? So how do you want to be a contribution and how do you want to serve others? And, and I, I love the, the commitment you have to families and educating people around money because we have such shame. Like it is yeah. just, you know, there's a handful of topics that human beings, I don't care where you are. I don't care what part of the world that you go to, you know, there is a handful of topics that as human beings, we just have such shame about. And, and it just creates 
these beliefs that get reinforced. You know, we talk about generational curses. I really think I've come mm-hmm. to believe that generational curses are just the beliefs that we pass on from generation to generation and take and adopt and um, perpetuate without ever stopping and saying, well, hold on a second here. What, what, who says I have to go to university or college to be successful? Why, why, why is that? You know, one of the people that I've been being mentored by Bob Proctor, two weeks of high school education, mm-hmm. right? Like two weeks, yeah. that's all. And he has gone on to create multi-million dollar businesses. And, and, but really what drives him is that, that commitment mm-hmm. to being a contribution to other people. And I can hear that uh, so much. In, in what the both of you have been sharing. Uh, and, and I think the challenge with topics like, like with shame is human beings are designed to connect and belong. Like that's all any of us ever want is to connect and belong. And then we have these things in our life that like at, at the heart of shame is a belief that we're not worthy of connection. Mm-hmm. And so I think the more people like the both of you are out there using whatever vehicle works mm-hmm. for you um, to get that message across and to educate people and to demystify money and to 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 give people that freedom to be able to create what they want financially, I think is it's yeah. it's a gift. Yeah. yeah. And one thing that I really had to adopt, like I mean, I came from poverty too, so it's like I had. A, my actually I even had it as my slogan from struggle comes strength I wrote it like all over everything <laughs> like and man did I live that it's like I I would make just enough or like just below enough but overdraft allowed me to be just enough and I lived that life for a really long time and it put us through a lot as a couple like it's like and money defined my worthiness so it's like if I had no money then I was like I suck you know and you know so he would have to deal with that in our partnership like how every month end, you know, like what was happening in our business would, would actually like change who I was being in the relationship. Like I would get, you know, kind of like angry. I get fearful. I would get like uh, frustrated. I would be looking at what he did as opposed to just being responsible for it. And something that transferred transition for me was a life coach. And he said, Jolene, like you could just say that you live in abundance. I mean, you choose the words that you say. And I was like, Okay. So I tried that on and you know, it's amazing. Like I just, I woke up every day and I'm like, okay, I'm not struggling to get strength. I'm actually living in abundance. And that was everywhere. Abundantly love. Like, I mean, George has taught me to just like, let, like, I wouldn't let people in, like, you know, he's a man that does show up Amber. So you're absolutely right. Like, it's like, I never knew love like that. Unconditional love, like love me just the way I am, just the way I'm not, because sometimes I'm not pretty, you know? And so, I mean, that's partnership and, and equally the same, but it's like, I mean, if that's the abundance life that I'm living now. It's like abundant money, abundant love, abundant patience. I mean, he teaches me oodles of patience. Like I am a action person. <laughs> so George is like, you know, stop and smell the roses. And like, you know, and so like, you need that, you need that balance, but it was me. I had to change my mindset first because it's like what I bring to the relationship. And I know that there's more freedom and ease for him now because it's like, I'm not like this, like drive, drive, drive. It's like, okay, we can stop, but it's like, and, and I'm not looking at what we're not doing now. It's like, I get to actually just enjoy like my partnership with him, you know, which is what I wanted to create anyways. <laughs> but, so that, I mean, mindset's everything. Yeah. 
It is. And it's actually one of the reasons why that's one of the next pieces, like, you know, like really working with people and coaching them around their mindset. Cause I just, out of my own development over the last, like since July of this year and, and since the beginning of COVID just really got, you can have all of the strategies and tactics. I, you know, I can help a business create the best plan in the world. And if they don't actually believe that they're worthy of having customers, it's not going to yeah. make a difference. Yeah, yeah. It really does all start from our internal and, and work itself out. And, and I, it's a perfect transition to talk about one of the other things I wanted to talk to you guys about, which is faith, because as I've been going through my own journey over the last nine weeks and my, and my journey into faith started back in 2019, actually every year I have a theme that I'm trying to discover. And so 2019 was my journey into faith. And then this year's been my journey into wonder. <laughs> That's been interesting too. Um, but as I've gotten so clearly that it has nothing to do with what's external to me and everything that's to do um, inside myself, there has been a really profound deepening of my faith. And I know that your faith um, for the both of you is something that's really important to you and really drives and defines kind of who you be and, and how you work in your business. Talk to me a little bit about like, where did that come from for you? Is that a new journey? Yeah, it is actually a new journey for me. Um, wow. Um, how many, many years ago? Um, like probably six years ago, I think six years ago. Yeah. I was like, I, you know, that's my awesome partner met a pastor, right? Mm -hmm you know, met a pastor in a parking lot. Like we're out meeting people all the time. And she was in a parking lot, saw this six foot eight gentleman um, <laughs> dressed up in a suit and they started, they they introduced each other. And, and what, what he brought to our table was, was faith. And we didn't have that going on in our relationship. Like our journey prior to that, you know, we really, we were committed to each other and we were committed to each other's growth. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, I could remember before that, that I would be mute in all my conversations and that didn't work for my partner. And that was how I was brought up, though. My household, we didn't really communicate. Peacekeeper, peacekeeper. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> so what my 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 partner, you know, she, you know, she actually caused me to communicate what I'm feeling and what I'm thinking, not hold everything in. And um, and that's what I really got from that. And then. So our journey, bringing a pastor into our life and teaching us about, you know, learn about God in the Bible really brought us closer together mm -hmm. and really what, what we're here and what, you know, what our job is to do for the world and for other people. Mm -hmm. And just like exposing us to that. I'm really excited about that. I, 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 <laughs> I fall for it every day and, uh, and I, and I, I enjoy, and I, I love to do that because it's like, uh, you know, what's the next step? How, what, how can I make a difference for somebody else? And, uh, and if they ask me, if they, you know, now, you know, in, in, in our faith, you know, I, we can help people in that area if they ask. So I feel like, um, I feel like a supermarket where I can deliver in all areas. And that's who we are. And that's what my partner causes in me is to, you know, to bring, to learn so we can help more people. And that's what I really got from our, our journey is still continuing in yeah. there. I'm really like this much, a little, you know, a little bit 
growing in that and I, and I want to grow more. And every day I take one step forward to grow in that area. Yeah. And, you know, we started Bible study together as a couple. So um, I think that made a real difference because it's like, number one, George came into the business that I already had. So, you know, again, like I, I was in the leadership position and he just kind of fit into that. So when we when we did Bible study together, we were both at the same level, mm. meaning like it's like we're, we're like babies together, <laughs> discovering this together, like pulling each other forward together. And so I think that was really great for our partnership because it's like if he watched me grow, like he definitely like through my faith he got a new woman because, um, you know, I had like lack of self-love and it's like when, when I really, really developed my relationship with God and I got that, you know, God loves us <laughs> no matter what. It's like, it's so like, I just feel so like, um, grounded because what I was missing was like being grounded, like peace, like, you know, it's like there was a place where I didn't trust. And it's like now I just trust the process. Like before I would worry. I mean, what faith really brought to us is um, I don't worry about anything anymore because God always figures it out. Like it's like, I mean, sometimes I don't understand. But I now that my perception is like I'm looking for like what he's showing me next. So like when things don't go the way that I think they're going to go, um, then I'm like, OK, well, then I'm supposed this is a different there's something new I'm going to see. So like my car breaks down on the side of the road. I'm like, okay, this is perfect. So I'm probably going to meet somebody really great. God had my car break down. I'm safe. I'm alive, you know, but there's like a reason why he put me here. Just like he put me in that parking lot. Um, you know, that day at Staples, when I met the pastor, I saw him at the, the cash register and then I wanted to talk to him. I was really drawn to him and I was going to photocopy. And that day, all the photocopiers were broken. I mean, I've never been in Staples and had all the photocopiers broken. So it caused me to actually go out to the to the road and um, out to the car. And he was still there and he was waiting for me because he wanted to talk to me, too. And I always say it was my divine appointment with God. It's like, you know, and he the way he has been in our family and um, the faith we brought to our team because listen, before that, it was like I had some ego thing about people got to look like me to be successful. And, you know, I mean, and I was like and I would get judgmental and I would get frustrated with people because I'm like, man, they seem so far away from having this discipline or like it was just such an egotistical way to be leading people, you know, and in my leadership, it brought humility to my leadership and went like faith is available for everybody. And it's going to look like it's going to look for them. And as long as I can help them strengthen their faith, they'll find their way. Because when they trust in God, like all things are possible. And so that actually, like for me, faith is everything. It's like, I don't think that I'm here by act. I think God put me in this business with this man, um, with the kids I have, with all that life brings me. Even when I'm challenged, I know the blessing is always on the other side of it. And what a different way to live life as opposed to life is happening to me versus like life is happening for me. And that, that change in mindset makes the journey. Like it's like it's discovering. I'm like, every day I'm curious. I'm like, okay, God, like bring it on. Like sometimes I'm like, okay, I know you think I'm strong. I mean, I used to say, okay, I got, you only give me what I can handle. You really think I'm tough. I got, you know, but, um, but it's fine. And I am, and I am strong because God strengthens me. And the closer I get to God, um, the more that I actually can take on. And it's such a character. Like when you look at how Jesus lives his life or lived his life, it's like the character of who I, I want to be, you know, no judgment, fully loving, um, patient, kind, like love is patient. Love is kind. I mean, that scripture is one of my favorites and you know, that's just such a great way to live your life, you know? And so, I mean, that's how faith has really shaped like who we are as leaders 
and who we are like for our kids and our family. You know, I hear a lot like in what both of you just shared about like how I would say kind of getting up to something bigger than yourselves. And even though you were until six years ago, running these teams and having this family and in your partnership, the, you know, the more you've gotten connected to your relationship with God and your faith and, you know, whatever that looks like for anyone listening to this, faith is a very personal journey. You know, it doesn't look the same for any two people. And so I just want to want to throw that in, but I do think, and I do think there is something so and I have experiences for myself. Um, so beautiful about getting that, especially for, for a woman like Jolene and I, and I think I can, you know, say this tough, strong, spend our whole lives taking care of ourselves and everyone around us. And like the world is on our shoulders, that there is something very powerful about getting that you're not doing anything in your own strength. Yeah. And that you don't have to to do things in your own strength. And I'd say for myself, I'm still a little baby in that journey because that's just part of what's really been breaking open the last nine weeks for me is that, you know, really um, being humbled enough to be able to, to ask for help. And, and I think as entrepreneurs, for anyone listening to this show, that is you know, so often entrepreneurs are wearing every hat on their own and we're in business alone and, and it can feel very lonely. And I think that, cause to me, faith is, is it's like a deep knowing. Mm-hmm. Even when you can't see. Yeah. <laughs> and that, that is, is priceless. It's so precious to be able to have that knowing that even in the discomfort of the, the circumstances of life at times yeah. that things are unfolding for our greatest good, that yeah. each of us is here to fulfill on a purpose. And, and even if you don't know what that is, you can ask for that guidance and it, and it will be given to you and it will show mm-hmm. up and you don't know yeah. what that's going to look like. And I, and I love what you're saying, Jolene, about, okay, bring it on. Like, what's the adventure today? <laughs> yes. well, literally, <laughs> literally sometimes I wake up in the morning and most days and I'm like, God, just show me who I'm supposed to call today. And like, literally, some name pops in my brain. And like, you know, initially you're like, oh no, no. Like, but it's not, I didn't put that name there. It's like a dream. If, you know, when I really got, like, if I have a dream in my heart, I didn't put that there, you know? And God never puts a dream in your heart that he doesn't like show you how to fulfill on, you know, you have to take the actions. I mean, you can't sit around and pray about it. You got to actually like, it, it takes massive action, but the more action you take, the more blessings that you get as well. So when you're like, okay, well, what drives you? Well, that's what it is. It's like, I'm excited about the blessing. <laughs> okay, like, what's happening today? <laughs> you know, like, I mean, this man's a blessing, right? 15 years later, the greatest blessing of my life. You know, thank God I went to the hockey race. Thank God I was that single mom who put my kids in hockey and killed myself financially <laughs> doing it. Otherwise, I wouldn't have been at the rink to meet this man, you know? So, I mean, now looking back, you connect the dots and you're like, wow, like God was like orchestrating like this whole life for me that he knew I wanted. I just needed to be willing to open, be open to it and mm-hmm. receive it. So this great quote, I can't remember. I think it might be Steve Bow, but he says like, 
prayer is us talking to God. Intuition is God talking to us. And I think, you know, if we bring that, what you just said, Jolene, back to the work I do with people in neuro-linguistic programming and mindset and things like that, like 94 to 96% of the time, the subconscious mind is running the show. Like we're not thinking (laughs) there may be mental activity. And I actually had this conversation with a mutual friend of ours yesterday, probably know who I'm speaking of. Um, But, you know, I said to him like 94 to 96%, you're not driving the car. You're not even thinking there may be mental activity happening, but in those moments where we get that idea, Oh, you should go for ice cream and your brain like, and so the intuition will come And then what comes right after it is the paradigm from the subconscious mind, Mm -hmm. right? So you'll get that intuitive thought, oh, I should call my aunt, you know, my aunt Susie. And then all of a sudden I'll be like, oh, it's the middle of the day. She's probably working. I'll call her later. (laughs) Like all of that justification and reason versus just developing. And this is something where I'm really getting trained right now is to develop myself, to listen to the intuition Mm -hmm. and just take the action, like decisive action based on the intuition. Um, because the the God, the universe, whatever is sourceful for you is always going to find the fastest, easiest, quickest way to have us get the things that we want and need yeah. to be able to fulfill them while we're here. And if life's hard at all, I've really learned that, that <laughs> that's coming from me, right? Yeah. That's coming from my beliefs and my, you know, old past, par- you know, paradigms, beliefs, patterns of behavior that just keep, you know, if you choose, if you don't interrupt them, it'll just keep running the show. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah. Par- partnership is exactly that. Like, just, it's like, you know, I came from divorced parents and I watched how painful it was. Like marriage to me looked painful. I mean, that was my paradigm subconscious. Like, so like, I mean, I would get in relationships and I would start looking for the warning signs because I'm out of here before, like, you know, it gets to that point. So I mean, what I appreciate so much about what we've created, because we really, guys, a day in the life of George and Jolene, like, we're fun. Like, we have a lot of fun. <laughs> but I just, I like, so that. yeah, marriage is actually fun. And, you know, it's only because George brought the fun to me, because I, I was serious. I was responsible, but fun was not part of my, you know, and I'm super fun now. And so it's like, you know, I just had to re, the subconscious just needed to be reprogrammed about what marriage actually is. I needed to put around me a bunch of positive like examples of partnership because you can you know you find what you're looking for so if I was looking for evidence that marriages don't work I certainly saw testimonies about that everywhere you know and then when we're in this business it's like I see partnerships that actually work and how they function and we get mentored by partnerships which is so important so you need to have a couple that we're now mentors for couples we do partnership mentorship all the time for couples, you know, learn each other's love language, number one, you know, um, you know, really like don't have these expectations that leave you disappointed, communicate like some basic things. Right. But, and maybe we can do another talk about those things in another in the future. But I mean, this is like a, a retrained subconscious, you know, like this wasn't my subconscious programming. I had, this had to be reprogrammed. Yeah. And how great is that, that we can, right? Like we're not stuck with anything. And I think uh, just like what what a blessing and a gift that is, right? That if we look out into our lives and there's an area of life or life in general, that's not like not what we want it to be or not going the way we want it to be that we have, Mm -hmm. we, and we may not have them right now, but there's like, we can just ask, like, give me the tools, give me the awareness, give me the guidance. And those things will, will show up as long as you're willing. And and all you have to do is ask for it. And I think that's, uh, I've seen like my life is a testament to that over and over and over again. 
um, including meeting and getting connected and growing my friendship and relationship with the two of you. So thank you so much. I loved being with you this morning and I know it will be the first of many times we have these conversations uh, over the course of um, this show. And just thank you. Thank you for your time and, and for your love and who you are for people and the stand you are for connection and love in the world and freedom. Well, thanks Amber. We love you. Too. We love you too, Amber. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's episode. For show info, visit whatwouldamberdo.com. And for information about Amber Howard and Associates offerings and services, visit amberhowardinc.com.